This is where the big boys play, huh? To, to doubt El Dandy, because this guy's a serious professional. Hold three, the moss-covered, three-handled family gradunzel. I am Sir Michael Cole. You there, sitting at home, acknowledge me. Number four, armbar. This ain't no disco, ain't no country club here. This is the Three Count Thursday podcast. So let's go, baby. Welcome everyone, 3CT. We are live Thursday, September the 8th, 2022, and we are Glad to be back with you. We are still the podcast of the millennium. You can uh, head over to our website, threecountthursday.com. That's where you're going to find everything 3CT related, including our social media links, where you can uh, follow us, where you can subscribe on all podcast platforms, our YouTube channel as well. You'll find our merchandise over at tpublic.com. I almost said the wrong site, forgetting that we're not over there. Over at the T Public, Matt, we are, we are over there for uh, merchandising, merchandising. Uh, and uh, you can, like I said, give us a uh, like and subscribe uh, everywhere. Three Count Thursday. Dot com. We will start down at the uh, at the bottom right on my screen. Tim, if I can find it. How you doing? Jim, I'm good. Uh, you know, I'm a little, I'm a little tired. I'm a little life sore. Um, but let's just celebrate something right off the fact. If you go to wwe.com/superstars, Austin Theory officially has his name back. How about That's that? That's really cool. Um, also, Tomato Champs also has his name back. So, um, Tomato Champs. Know, things are are looking up, but also still on the site is Mr. McMahon. So, um, I'm serious. I'm not going to sit back and take this fucking shit. That's right. You know, there's the, um, the hardworking staff of WWE digital is, 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 is slowly catching up, but not, uh, not to the same ferocity that I would like for them to. Um, but I'm going to save a lot of my hate and vitriol for a little later in the podcast, Jim, I'm going to start off happy. And then I'm going to bring the heat later. Ooh, I like that. I like that. Because I'm angry. Intern Mark. How you doing? Hi, boys. I'm doing real good. Real good. First of all, God bless the queen. God bless the queen. Who'd Secondly, she ever beat? <laughs> she was over in England, okay? She was over in England. And I'm just sitting here, big Jim... I'm thinking about how I'm never going to take an L no more. Never take a damn thing slow. 
All I know is chase this dough and get money. Never going to take no loss. Never going to lose my sauce. All I know is chase this woe and get money. I, I got, I never know how to respond to these things. I'm sorry if that upset you, Jim. I'm okay. I'm okay. If you see that beautiful logo over intern Mark's face on, uh, on the, on the video version of this, you can, uh, you can get that logo on a shirt. You can get it on a mask. You can get it on, uh, on any variety of merchandise over our, at our T public store. That is the Hershey Mark. That is the Hershey Mark design. So make sure you head over there and, uh, and grab that quickly. Uh, it is the the hottest selling T-shirt three CT history. It, it is one of the hottest selling. Uh, the the Markamania also hot selling. So that's why we keep him around, folks. He moves is merch. Someone like crinkling paper, or am I having a is stroke? That, Mark, is that you? <laughs> what the hell are you doing over there? I'm doing my homework. Oh my I had god! To cut up my oh, my homework for You've <laughs> had seven. We told you day. last I Thursday. We told you. That that you had to do this, my God! How many do I need? None. En now. Enough. I'm done. I'm done with you. Enough. You're mute. Trash. You can mute yourself. I, think you had over I had I had even more than that. I don't need. I don't know how many I had. I had a bunch. I bet you don't even have a hat to put them in. Ooh. You're right. I don't. Oh my God. I got something better. Oh God, uh, Matt. How you doing? Well, now that I know that I'm not insane and there, there is actually ruffling paper going on, I am doing well. I'm ready to, to talk wrestling. And, hey, all it takes is something negative happen for us to have an AEW show. So enjoy it while you can, folks. <laughs> yeah. Yep. that's. Uh, I've been waiting three years for this show. Uh, we will get to that here momentarily. Ryan, how you doing? Jim, I'm doing real darn good. I don't have any rap lyrics or, or pop lyrics or whatever the hell Mark reads to you. Uh, I will say um, the Markamania shirt is selling great. You can find this shirt also there at the, right. the Tee Public store. And speaking of shirts, Matthew, I, I happen to enjoy your shirt a lot today as well. Oh, thank you. Yeah, Yes, very much so. Uh, let's see. Uh, Scotty says, did CM Punk show don't up? Don't care about Scott. Jim, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good, bro. How you doing? I'm good. How you doing? I'm real good. Real good. Uh, apparently, there was a, a UFC. UFC is trying to impersonate AEW. Apparently, um, if uh, if 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 we didn't see that again, if you are uh, following along with us live in the live video, give us a like and a share. We'd appreciate that. Uh, get as many people in here as possible. We would certainly appreciate the interaction. We always do. Uh, Scotty wanted a UFC information. Um, yeah, I mean, he said there was a fight. There was a fight backstage, and uh, a UFC event is getting canceled. Um, so it's in a UFC show, bud. Yeah, yeah. I mean, clearly an AEW one. <laughs> Let's not push too much here on <laughs> right. Right, I can no, only handle too much of his his WWE. I can only handle one non WWE thing a week. Two ish events for WWE. He's already upset that AEW had to have the collapse and eat up. Some oh, of that. oh, I, I am not, I am not upset about that at all, Matt. On the contrary, <laughs> I am, I am thrilled. This is, this is something I've been waiting for. I could tell by by your top five wrestlers of the week, where you're <laughs> gifting spots to to people oh on the contrary sir on the contrary 
Octagon. So the, what is this, so the event, the event, UFC 279 did not get canceled. Just the press conference mm. got canceled. Mm. Well, we maybe, maybe Tony should. But if, you, but if you ask me, uh, the UFC could just go ahead and get canceled because they're like, there's no stars. Maybe Tony should take, uh, take advice from old Dana White. No, <laughs> but uh, we will uh, we will get there. Let's uh, let's get to this a, a shorter one uh, this week uh, for this. On this day. Uh, we are looking, of course, September the eighth in pro wrestling history. The great Kabuki was born today, nineteen forty eight. Raven was born today in nineteen Kabuki sixty four. Uh, Lodi was born today in nineteen seventy, and former WCW World. Heavyweight champion David Arquette was born today in 1971. 1979, Intercontinental Champion Pat Patterson defeats WWF World Champion Bob Backlund via countout in a rare champion versus champion match in Springfield, Massachusetts. 1991, the National Wrestling Alliance officially strips Ric Flair of the NWA World Heavyweight title two days before Flair makes his WWF in-ring debut uh wcw had stripped flair of their title uh in july when flair could not come to terms uh with wcw for a new contract this would cause the splintering of the wcw and nwa title lineage and finally lance cade and trevor murdoch defeat paul london and brian kendrick to win the wwe world tag team championships and those were the events that occurred September the 8th in pro wrestling history. Um, so before we get to wrestlers of the week, actually, it's probably going to be the last uh, thing that we get to because we're going to look at a, a lot of things in the in the past seven day seven days that was, um, and we're we're going to start by uh, just kind of the uh, the chaos uh, that has ensued in the world of AEW. Um, since uh, since all out went all, pretty much uh, since all out went off the air uh, on on Sunday, the yes, Ryan. I just wanted to be known that September, um, the first show in September of 2025, I'm probably going to be late to because I want to be able to skip. You're on this day when you have to read the falling <laughs> of AEW. <laughs> That's your opening moment okay. on this day, All right. September 4th, 2025. So you can mark it down that I might just be late to that show. I might take the show off. Just, uh, just, but that's going to be a rough show for everybody just, but yourself. Just make, uh, just make sure you submit that to HR, get it approved um, before, before, you know... It, so that you get the get the request in early, you know. But uh, I mean that that will likely be Jim's on this day for the entire calendar year. <laughs> on this day, a week before <laughs> three two hundred and thirty seven days before the downfall of of AEW. Um, on this day, I was on the toilet and I thought about the time that AEW <laughs> bed. Um, so we're gonna talk about it. Here we go. So. Uh, CM Punk wins the uh, wins the world title uh, at All Out. Then, of course, mm -hmm. the the post show media scrum, um, and CM Punk uh, apparently lost his freaking mind and just went rogue and went off about uh, Colt Cabana and the EVPs and Hangman Page and Tony Khan couldn't do a damn thing about it. Um, and then there was a fight, 
Uh, apparently, uh, backstage, uh, Kenny Omega got bit by a steel. Uh, chairs were thrown. Doors were damn it. <laughs> doors were allegedly super kicked down. Uh, depending what uh, what. I like, like I'm only imagining both young bucks at the door, like knocking, and then when Punk doesn't answer, then they kick it, and somewhere Kevin Kelly yells "Super Kick Party." That's what I assume happened. Um, and the fight in, ensues uh, last night on Dynamite. Uh, Tony Khan uh, awkwardly announced that uh, the AEW world title is uh, and, and the new trios championships uh, are now vacant. Uh, we have new trios champions, uh, which, wait, who was it? The, the Death Triangle, the Death Triangle. Uh, won that. And a tournament of champions has begun uh, to crown the new uh, AEW world heavyweight champion. Um, there's been talk, there's rumors, news and innuendo, whatever, uh, however you want to describe it, um, that, that punk has been kind of rubbing people the wrong way for months, that there's a lot of people in AEW that, um, are not, uh, not happy with him. Uh, there's splits in the locker room, allegedly, um, so I I don't know where where you want to begin who wants to begin um but but a a crazy couple of days here Ryan yeah I'd love to work backwards okay through some of the idiotic idiotic shit that we heard out of Tony Khan's mouth last night first okay. of all cowardly fucking move to just say um we have to strip these people and not give us a fucking reason why yep if I'm tuning Absolutely in for the stupid. first time why why? You need to tell me why. Well, I don't follow social media. I don't watch Being the Elite. I need to know why. Second of all, let me finish real quick. I'll let you're you good. go. You're um, Tony Khan, like you said, didn't have a fucking leash on CM Punk whatsoever. However, what example does Tony Khan portray when he's dropping F-bombs and shits and stuff like that in a fucking media scrum themselves? I'm serious. I'm not going to sit back and take this fucking shit. Who says that? Right. What fucking CEO in America right? says that? Yeah. I mean... Vince McMahon... Elon Musk. Does he say that? Probably. probably. Elon Musk. But if, if, if Elon Musk is your is your poster boy, you're probably, you're probably looking at the wrong poster. I mean... Let's get this out of the way real quick. The trios tournament, because whatever, it happens. Um, they didn't even have the fucking team that lost at the pay-per-view in the match. Yeah. <laughs> why wouldn't they get the... Sh- why wouldn't they get a shot? They did. They also don't have the. The, the, hurt. the, the Dark Order's hurt. Which ones? Alex Reynolds is hurt. There's like yeah. ten different members. Three of them are hurt. Get the hell out of here. Uno's hurt. And they, they, they and they. Vans is hurt. They've cut and a lot of. They, they've cut a lot out of that group as well. Yeah. Vanilla Payne, Preston Vance is hurt. Um. So Uno's so hurt. actually, if one dose is hurt, one one of the three dose is not there anymore. One of the three. That uh, Stu Grayson. Oh, yeah, he ain't there. Yeah, if one he of the three there. that wrestled on Sunday Cabana's was hurt, not there. Yeah, well, yeah, that's yeah, Punk told us all about that. Um, but yeah, I mean, wait, Cabana's not with AEW anymore. He's. I actually didn't know he's, that. Well, I think he still he's is Ring of Honor there, but he's yeah, he's with oh. Ring of Honor more than he is AEW. But I also I don't I couldn't tell you the last time we saw him on uh, 
on uh, on on TV either. Why don't they just rebrand Rampage Ring of Honor? Because the only time I get to see Cesaro wrestle. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're not wrong. You're not wrong, Ryan. Um, yeah, it, and I, I I also personally was not a fan of the fact that the the the, the Tony Khan announcement was done backstage on a pre-tape. Um. I, I thought if you're gonna you're gonna do this, I, I would have liked it live in front of the crowd, be it on the stage or in the ring. Could you trust him? No, but that's that's part of the problem. <laughs> it's not that I don't trust Tony Khan. The fans booed him to start. Right, because the fans are smart. Like the he fans know he wouldn't know how to react to that in the moment. Right. He would get frazzled, much like he gets frazzled in press conferences when people ask him questions and he doesn't know what to do. The pre-tape was safe. Don't put him in press conferences then. But it's his press conference. He's the one that's trying to do it. He's why do you why do you need him. a press conference? Like I mean, I commend him for. I don't know why did WWE need a press conference after Clash of the Castle? Like Tony Khan's been doing it since the start of everything. WWE follows him up. We don't talk about WWE doing that, but we get. We I, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know why. I don't know why WWE needed to do it on on Saturday, but I they think also it's fun. But they also they also showed the world the right way to do one. <laughs> it's extra content. Yeah, I, I get it. Like, yeah, the problem. This is like the the entire AEW Hucklebuck has just permeated through every through line of wrestling for all the wrong reasons. No one is talking an iota of anything that happened during the six hour pay per view. <laughs> But yet we take snippets of 25 minutes of a press conference because it's not just CM Punk that's guilty. Keith Lee talking about how uh, he, that social media is beneath him. Uh, Swerve uh, basically like shitting on the acclaim and saying, we already beat him. We don't need to face him anymore. To, Whatever uh, you want to do, boss, I don't care. Tony Whatever. Storm implying that Thunder Rosa not actually hurt. Like, That's fine. And like and again, like all of that is that is water under the bridge. It happened, let it go, like let it go by. But what we're seeing now in AEW what, what we're seeing is a division between the old guard who has no power in AEW and a new guard that has all the power in AEW. Because you have to think too, does this stem back just from a press conference where CM Punk goes in on Scott Colton? No, this could go back to Sammy Guevara and Eddie Kingston literally two weeks ago. Yep. The problem, the, the perceived problems, because like I'm not there. I don't talk to anybody that's there. And like my, my concern is that people are going to focus on this. And if this is what they focus on, this is what the story is going to end up being. And it's going to become reality. And then AEW goes away. And I don't want AEW to go away. Yes. I want AEW to stick it out. Now, based on the, the facts, quote unquote facts, what was said in the press conference, should Nick Jackson have said anything about the CM Punk 
Colt Cabana situation? No, no. not his problem. Nope. Did he start stuff? Yes. Is CM Punk turning into or reverting back to his old ways of being likes to fight guy? Yes, he sure is. Is the story pretty cool that CM Punk and Ace Steel 7v2 to locker room? That's kind of cool. Like, that's kind of cool. But also, like, Tony Khan had to do something. One, for his own, for just for his own sanity in the locker room. But two, you say WWE serves many masters with the state, the shareholders. Tony Khan has to answer to Warner Media. Mm hmm. And whatever they say goes, pretty much. I mean, they don't own the company, but they are in charge of their TV distribution. And they're and also. What does Tony, and what does Tony Khan have if they're gone? And they're also a media conglomerate that is uh, in the process of trying to shed reportedly, what, three point some odd billion dollars of, of budget? So. Right. So, so you, you, you're going to have to start listening to a master there at some point. Is it the right. same group who has been told to, like, curb the swearing? Because last night we had a MJF promo and John Moxley promo back-to-back without one shit, I believe. It's okay. I don't even want to talk about MJF. Like, that's the one to, like... I know Nobody we're going to remember talk- that point. Exactly my point. And, and, and Warner Media... Their biggest argument about everything that's gone on is the fact that nobody's talking about MJF being back and that MJF is supposed to be this huge deal, but nobody's talking about MJF. Yeah. I mean, one, if MJF were worth a shit, he would have, people would have been talking about him, but instead the execution of him coming back as the Joker laughable and he's not that good. The M and MJF stands for the word he brought back in or brought into the vernacular of wrestling fans all over the world. Mid. The guy is mid. He's absolute garbage. I mean, and I not, know. And like, and not even like I love I, I, I hate heels because heels are bad guys. No, MJF is garbage. And he can call me turkey tits or fat ass or whatever he wants to call me. It ain't gonna make him any good. Okay? Oh my god, turkey tits. One out of ten promos don't make you a good talker. You can't one be out the, of ten. You can't you be the third. Alone. You can't be the the third coming of Roddy Piper, okay? Because CM Punk was the second coming, right? Correct. Oh, Enzo Amaro one out of ten good. MJF promos is really good. Was last night good? No. No. Wait, I don't know. He had the entire crowd in his hand. Everybody bought into the face good boy shtick. Absolutely no. did. They, they bought into MJF. They bought into MJF playing up. Like, come on. No, Nobody I thought he was that. genuine. Absolutely you would. Everybody wants got, to cheer MJF. Go back and watch Sunday. When he took that mask off, motherfucker got cheered. And he said, nope, I'm MJF. Correct. The next and the reason came why, out, total baby face in a Buffalo Bills jersey in Buffalo, New York, mm-hmm. putting over Josh. The crowd was there, my guy. I mean, I, they were there, and they were there when he 
he when he mf'd john moxley for calling him out and then he called them all what virgins or whatever they cheered for that too because the sycophantic aew fan wants to cheer for for mid jacob freeman and that's fine good for them the john moxley promo afterward the mox promo was decent i loved mox's promo d you you would grade that decent i would rate it beyond decent yeah okay i thought i thought that was that was probably the most needed promo in aew in a a long time maybe ever just i I thought it was a that was a a captain taking back control of the ship and i'll yield some time after after i just get this point across to so ryan you made the mention that tony khan was a coward for not addressing why the titles are being vacated he could have simply said an incident happened after All Out that led me to have to do this. You could do that, but if you, if it's already a black eye. Like it's already a black eye. The fucking title's a black eye. The, the, the title is snake got bit. Interim, it absolutely yeah. is. The title is snake bit, and that's that's okay. But also, like, there's there's a third party legal team per SI that's doing research on this. Right. So Tony Khan probably can't say much. Okay, well, work with and your legal team say, and figure out because again, you you're you're presenting a product to your TV audience. Nowhere, nowhere and again, I get it. They're suspended I, I think, now. Yeah. N- nowhere in the like intro video did you see Punk and Omega and the Bucks and then Tony comes right. on and just says these titles got vacated like again we know why we know why because we're invested we know the product i i think the difference is that we're used to the wwe where the wwe the fan base who watches wwe television isn't necessarily a social media majority voice Whereas I feel the cross section of AEW fans and social media user is almost two circles on top of each other. Like everybody who watched Dynamite knew everything that happened. And that's why they haven't grown in press three years. That's they part beat of NXT. That's fine. And it, like like but but when you're looking at AEW, that like they haven't their TV product hasn't grown. Since, like, that's already, not true. Yeah. It basically that's is. Not true. How is it not true? They haven't grown. How, how have they grown? I it, mean, pay per view numbers. Their TV audience. Pay per view after pay per view. The TV audience leads to pay per view buys, Jim. The TV is a walking billboard, a <laughs> weekly billboard for the pay per view numbers. I appreciate that. <laughs> but it's like pay-per-view numbers keep going up, up, up. That directly relates to the TV. Because if people didn't care what was happening on the TV, they wouldn't boom for pay-per-view. All right. I just... And I'll, I'll, I'll admit WWE over You're the guy who says ratings don't matter, but now you're playing the ratings game? Well, I mean... Different. No, I mean, <laughs> wait, wait. 
So ratings don't matter when it's WWE, but when AEW can't pop a million, that's a problem. Well, no, I'm. Now you're getting it. I got it. I'm not saying I've never said it's the only metric, but when you are looking at numbers, they 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 aren't getting any higher. Like and but neither WWE's Vince McMahon had to pretty much commit career suicide for numbers to go up. Oh yeah, I mean WWE TV is what it is as well. Like it's my thing is WWE overshares AEW or overexplains AEW doesn't explain at all. Like I I I'm I'm with Ryan. I don't I don't I wasn't a fan that that you just come on and go yeah the. These titles are vacated. Figure out a way to explain it. You don't have to go into to long detail, but because of the legal process, and I get that. Right. I get that. But, that, but that, that, that say, this is beyond their walls. By saying anything, you open up a line of questioning, and then you have to explain it. There was an incident. Oh, what incident? But who are you explaining it to? Obviously, the people you needed to say there was an incident to. Without saying it, you get it. Yes, right. Just say the titles are vacated. But if you're saying they're vacated, can't people just go to Google and search AEW Championship and you're going to find it anyway? Just like people can go online and type Matt Riddle and find stuff. And people can type Seth Rollins and find stuff. Like, the internet's going to be there. But do you want to open that can of worms on television? Maybe Warner Media said explicitly, you're not talking about this. You got to get the, the, they're gone. Punk, the Bucks, Omega, they're suspended. You got to do something. But you can't talk about it. Don't talk about it. We just talked about them serving many masters. True. Maybe. So, like, to me, not saying anything keeps the questions down. Or the questions are simpler. Instead of saying, if you say there was an incident, then the question is, you need to give details of what the incident is. But if you say they're vacated, the question is, why are they vacated? And then you can say whatever you want about why they're vacated. But until people ask, you don't have to tell them. You're Tony Khan. Just do it. I feel like Tony Khan with a live microphone in the ring would have would have spilled. Oh, it would have sucked. It would have been horrible. Uh, he might Tim, as well just, be screaming just, for Giannis Antetokounmpo. <laughs> that that yeah. would have been must see TV. That's a good the one. Greek freak! Giannis Antetokounmpo! <laughs> what, a, what a maniac. Um, I, I just looked up the, the early buy rates for All Out 2022. It looks like it's 155,000 buy rate. Um, it's a pretty solid number. But um, I don't see a ton of growth over last year's buy rate which topped over 200,000 for the same pay-per-view on the same holiday weekend. You can talk about ratings. They're breaking a, a million every once in a while. They also did that when they were fighting AEW or, or NXT. The buy rates are down 450,000. I'm just saying it is what it is. Can you look up um, double or nothing year to year? I'm j- I'm honestly curious. I, I can do that for you because – I'll, I'll mute myself for a little bit to let uh, Matthew, and Matt, Mark Matt or Mark. Any, any, any thoughts on on what is happening in AEW? Well, Big Jim, you win them in the ring and you lose them in the ring. <laughs> well, the only reason I knew something was going on is because I called the AEW hotline 
the one nine hundred. Nine oh nine ninety nine hundred. Ninety nine hundred. And Scheme Gene told me that there was an altercation backstage. Did Other it? than that, I didn't have a clue. <laughs> but I agree with all of the above what you boys said about uh Tony Khan. If he was out there in that ring, he would have uh, he would have fell apart. Because the fans would have been on him like a hobo would have been on a ham sandwich. Jesus Christ, Mark. So looking at what's on the looking at what's on the screen, double or nothing from nineteen was ninety eight thousand across all platforms, including late buys. Double or nothing is one hundred and five thousand. Double or nothing twenty one was one hundred and fifteen, and double or nothing twenty twenty was one hundred and fifty five thousand, making it the third highest purchased. AEW pay-per-view behind All Out 2021 and Revolution 2022. Okay. But there's no growth. And this is per Russellnomics. I gave you the number of All Out this year to All Out last year where they took an L. And you said and, the and, only information I pulled up. And how much no, that, that that's that that that's at me. How much you said? I don't know it, why All Out twenty twenty one did such an incredible buy rate. Was that CM? Punk That was first? CM Punk. Okay, mm. so that's what that is. Then okay. So year to year, CM Punk, <laughs> uh, the return on investment, not great, not great. Um, we don't know what All Out twenty twenty two is. Let me see if I can find that. And Ryan, but you said the the early. That's what I saw the early estimates was one hundred fifty five. Okay, so that would be that would be down significantly from last year would be about the same as double or nothing uh, i mean if last year was an anomaly i i will i will open well and you're, i mean last year last that. year you were coming what three weeks two two and a half three weeks behind um the debut of punk so i think there was there was a lot of uh extra extra bug uh buzz there um Let's see, just catching up on some of the comments here. Um, and Matt, oh, you can give. Right. This is a damn live show. This is a this is a damn live We're show. Live, pal. Scotty says how anyone can defend CM Punk is beyond me. Punk's two title reigns have lasted seven days. Um, he also touched on yeah that Tony didn't come out to the live audience. Uh, yeah, Tyler touched on here. Punk has gone six to eight months with an injury, needs surgery. Um, now we need a fighting and true champion like Mox or Danielson. Obviously, yeah, we'll, right. Um, yeah, and, and 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 that injury came from the brawl, apparently. Yeah, um, or, or they they said possibly it happened during the match, uh, torn tricep. Yeah, there's there's conflicting reports on where on where the injury actually, um, in injury act uh, actually happened. Uh, Scotty I'm noted put up the six to eight months. Let's sidebar. Do you think Punk wrestles again? What's 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 why would he come back? It's pretty obvious he's not having a great time right now. And and that that's a question I have is like, like so and and I and I get the 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 report of the whatever the the Bucks allegedly leaked out there with the with the Colt Cabana stuff, but like Punk's not happy with Hangman Page. Uh, a year ago, Punk was out here telling us he's can't wait to work with young talent, and now all of a sudden he doesn't like any young talent. Um, the dude in a full calendar year has now won the world title two times. Um, and Sunday also in the rambling press conference where he couldn't wait to eat his muffin until after, um, he's telling us that, uh, he's old, he's tired, he's beat up, he's fucking miserable. Um, like what, 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 what does it, what does it take to make CM Punk happy? I guess is, is my question. 
I mean, you even go back to, to, to WWE and he was champion for 500 days and he was part of the Undertaker streak and sure he didn't res- main event WrestleMania, but now he's main evented to, to the AEW's two biggest pay-per-views in a row. Um, so yeah, does he come back? Does, does punk wrestle again for AEW? Jim, I'll tell you what would make me happy. AJ Lee. (laughs) Thank you, Mark. Appreciate that, Tim. I think he does. I think, I think what would, what would go a great way for AEW is if they can pull it up and correct the ship with all parties involved because in in like most situations there is there's there is fault on both sides of the aisle in this one sure like the evps like we knew from the beginning of the evps that this could be eventually a bad situation yes and now it's like okay cool so what does Tony Khan do? Does he strip them of EVP power? I think he could. I think he should. I mean, you, I think he could. You already you already have restructured your, um, you know, wrestle, you know, your um, with with your different like trainers and your like HR for better, lack of a better or, word. Yeah. So or, or it, why or, why or, are they still? It, yeah. Or or at least put it on hold until they fully retire from the ring like you can be evps yeah until your career is over sure or until when your career's done when you're done you have a job with aew as long as you want it yeah but you cannot be an active competitor and also backstage you could do christopher daniels and work part-time but a company that's structured like that anymore like all in was like hey we're wrestlers bounding together we're this scrappy little promotion we're gonna make it this feels like a giant corporation right now. It is um, now. That's that's being operated, and it's silly as hell to have Kenny Omega, an executive vice president of this. It seems ridiculous to even consider that right. on the level that AEW is currently. Three years ago, very different. Today, doesn't even feel like they should be in the conversation mm-hmm. as an EVP. Yeah, and, right. and speaking of three years ago to now... Uh, make sure you get subscribed to our podcast feed because we're going to be looking back at All In and, you know, the journey from there to where we are. Uh, we're also going to be looking a little bit deeper into the legacy of, of CM Punk. And, it, like, because the, these two journeys, even though the Tuesday show is more of, like, an evergreen show, um, I, I think you can do things topically that, that still have kind of a, a a evergreen feel to them. So, so make sure you subscribe there because the Tuesday show – uh, is is primarily audio only. We, we it is not a a live uh, video show. So, um, but Matt, do you think CM Punk uh, wrestles in AEW again? I think so. Uh, I mean, I think he's one that that likes to kind of defy what everyone says CM Punk is going to do. So, with the common thought at this point being that he won't be back, that probably adds more fuel to his desire to make that return to the ring. Um, and I think that he's always kind of looked at it as a situation thing, the right situation. And there's certainly probably a storyline. There's certainly probably a, 
a paycheck as well that could entice him to to come back and give it another go in the ring. And I think AEW has kind of been the the company that looks for those type of storylines to get people involved and to make it make sense, make it work. Kind of like they did with Sting, like they've done with Christian. I could see them doing something like that with Punk down the line as well. Yeah, for sure. Because like Scotty asked, he said, do they turn this whole fiasco into storyline down the road? Why not? Sometimes some of the best wrestling uh, is based in reality. I mean, you look at the, I mean, the Matt Hardy and, and uh, Edge stuff, for example. I mean, that that was great TV for WWE at the time, and it was based uh, based in reality. Um, Ryan, do you think that, that Punk wrestles for AEW again? Uh, we can't hear you. I think you might have. God. Still can't you hear you. yourself again. Smoking. We heard you say God, and that was about it. <laughs> I miss when God was on the show. I do. I do miss God. We we still can't hear you. I, I'll 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 get ahead of Ryan uh, while he's figuring this out. Um, Poor Smokey. I. I kind of. Wait, maybe. Maybe is he back? Hello. Yes. Hey, there yes. he is. Can you hear me? Yes. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can. Can you hear us? I smoke. Yeah. The only way that. Um, you know what? It doesn't fucking matter. I had this whole Mickey Gall coming back to AEW. That'd be the only way he comes back. So no, he doesn't. All right. Um, I think he will, yeah, even if it, even if it's literally for just uh, one more match, one final payday. But um, yeah, we'll see. Like you said, he, he seems to be like he's out for for six to eight months, and 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 we'll go from there. Um, any other thoughts on on the the crazy week that was uh, that was in AEW before we? I uh, get to the question of the week this week. All right, the three count question of the week. Um, and maybe maybe some of the things we saw this past weekend uh, will get added here because the, the the question of the week this week, um, instead of going over um, two premium live events and one pay per view, uh, we are not going to do that match by match by match by match. Um, so what was uh, the best and the worst? I'm kind of stealing this from the Dan Patrick show. Um, he do, he does the best and the worst on on Mondays. Uh, so we're gonna we're gonna steal a little bit of that. Uh, let's let's start with, you know what? Since we're already we're already kind of low with the stuff we've been talking about, why don't we start with the worst uh, from this past weekend? Um, Ryan, we'll start with you. What was the worst of this past weekend in in wrestling? The absolute worst match. Um of professional wrestling this weekend was um like the 42nd christian versus jungle daddy match um just fucking hated it could have done so much more um christian ended up getting fucking hurt in this piece of shit match i think he was already like hurt months. i believe whatever you should have heard him more the match sucked <laughs> all right matt what was your worst from the weekend um that was also mine but since ryan already said it uh i will now say the Liv Morgan retaining at Clash of the Castle. Yeah, that Maybe not one. Not the worst match, but probably the worst decision. Oh, that's with the fair. title. Yeah, not uh, not great. Uh, Tim, we'll go still to you. Not a good match. Not, not a great match. Worst decision. Uh, Tim, you're worst from the weekend. Uh, my worst from the weekend is Drew McIntyre being a horrible loser. <laughs> Okay. So you mean to tell me you lose in your hometown, quote unquote, because the UK everything is connected. That's right. You get you get smashed and stacked and pinned by the champ. 
Correct, sir. And then you have enough forethought to minutes later sing Sweet Caroline. Okay. <laughs> and and some other song. American Pie. American Pie. Or, there, but there was another song with American Pie, not Sweet Caroline. Oh, it was, was, was it Wonderwall? No, it wasn't Wonderwall. Even though it must have been, might as well have been Wonderwall because well I don't care. <laughs> um, like, I can't take Drew McIntyre seriously right now. Now I get it that he did, maybe didn't know that they were off. I was going to say, I feel like I feel like Triple H in the excitement of the uh, of the the latest Oos debut. Um, I mean, I think somebody forgot to hit the 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 stop airing button. Yeah, I feel like that that I that just, had a very because like commentary was dead like commentary right. went dead when roman went went bye-bye down the ramp so like that felt very much like a dark match what, situation yeah, I think what it was is that like tyson fury got involved again and they're like oh tyson fury we gotta keep he sure here. did he sure did he knocked austin theory out almost after the fact him almost in, him singing a song or whatever well apparently he does that after his fights cool apparently that's a thing i didn't know that thank you to big mac for letting me know that um but tyson fury almost made my wrestlers of the week for for stopping the the cash in um but But uh yeah worst of the week for me is drew mcintyre completely taking (laughs) that is fine i was very confused as to what the hell was happening uh mrs big jim also very confused uh, did not know why Drew McIntyre was singing. Insert Mark, what was your worst from the weekend? Man, you guys, uh, you took some of my worst. Um, boy, probably worst thing was uh, the fact I'm starting to care about Dominic Mysterio now that he turned heel. <laughs> He's a heel. God bless Dominic Mysterio. Yeah. Living every I, man's uh, dream at the moment, I think, is what's happening. It, well, he is. <laughs> he lost his shoe when he uh, when he kicked the edge right in the doodads. He lost his shoe. <laughs> he, he certainly did. And then he threw the shoe at yeah. Edge. Did you see that? Did you catch that? Yeah. He took the other one off, and, and then when he was leaving, he threw one of the shoes at him. It's so good. Right it's a good it was a good kick, and it was a great – he threw a great clothesline like his real dad, Eddie Guerrero. That's That's all I'm saying. Well, yeah, he did. He threw a great clothesline. <laughs> um, my worst of the weekend was the the execution of the Joker in the in the casino uh, ladder so match. Bad. I forgot about that. Yeah, thank you for forgetting <laughs> I'm that. Trying I appreciate to. that. It was it was confusing. Um it, it it like and then when MJF revealed himself as the weird like magic guy from the A and E show, like I, he didn't even have the poker chip. Like it was just, how did we forget that? Like bad. the thing that started the show, because you had, I mean, you had the right idea. The thing that started the show, you bookended. It's the end. It's the big reveal, and then you just forgot. Well, and you forgot. Yeah, you know, when they had they had Malcolm in the middle climb up to grab that poker chip, it reminded <laughs> me of uh, James Ellsworth. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it was, it was very confusing. That's a fair point, Mark. Yeah, you're right. You are right. I didn't think about that, but damn. They soiled it when Ellsworth. Uh, Devin says the, the mixed, the mixed tag match. Soiled it. You must have missed that episode because Ryan and Jim thought that was the greatest fucking thing that ever happened. (laughs) 
No, no, no. That's not the greatest I thing that ever happened, episode. Matt. Come on now. I wish you had been Mello. there with me. That was Mello was video. <laughs> that was before we started being live on video on the podcast. That is. That was that was back I, in the dark ages. Breaking things in my house. I was so mad. <laughs> You're very upset. Uh, Devin says the the mixed tag match on the on the buy in for All Out was the was the worst. Yeah, it was the worst for uh, old Ruby Riot. We know that much. Wasn't good. Um, oh. uh, getting dropped on her neck and then getting her face John Cena. Uh, it was so that it was just Devin, known. that match put Devin at half mast. <laughs> Um, they called him droopy the rest of the night (laughs) (laughs) uh and scotty says he was so sad that theory lost uh his worst moment was the was the sammy take conti uh match yeah just just not that wasn't good that certainly was not good all right let's go to the best of the weekend mark we'll start with you we'll go the other way this time what was your best from this past weekend you know what the best was seeing uh, Seamus getting beat bloody by Gunther. Honestly, <laughs> I, I thought that match was, was pretty decent. I never thought I'd say it because Seamus is in a match, but I enjoyed seeing Gunther beat the crap out of Seamus. Beat the piss out of him. All right, Tim, what was your best from the weekend? The weekend. My best from the weekend is the Acclaims coming out party. Uh, that tag team match at All Out was... We knew the one was gay before. <laughs> yeah, but but them together, Got it. this was pretty special. Um, but uh, the, the display they put on against uh, Swerve and Our Glory, that match was fantastic. It showed the range of Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland as a team. Um, and we just proved once again that everybody loves the Acclaimed. Uh, those titles should have changed hands, though. I think, I think that was. Well, we don't talk about that. We're here to talk about Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland, and we'll come back to talking about the match. That is true. A little bit later, <laughs> uh, Matt, your best from the weekend. What a um, dumb question that was, by the way. It was a horrible question. Who the fuck sits there and asks that question about calling an audible? I mean, you are talking. You are talking about fake, <laughs> fake journalists. Like you. And then, and then he doubled down and tried to ask Keith and Swerve the exact same question. Like, like I don't. Know. How do, if you're the wrestler, what do you you respond? What are you talking about? Audible. What, what does that mean? I don't understand. Yeah, we t- we 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 beat we them did. one two three in the ring. Yeah, we we actually did an audible. We beat their ass harder because they were cheering. Yeah. Um, that, that, that's we that's the problem. That's the problem with wrestling journalism is they're not actually journalists. That's fair. <laughs> Damn you, Samara! <laughs> <laughs> Matt, your best from the weekend. Um, I will go with best decision, and it'll stay in in the women's realm. And that is that they put the belt on Tony Storm. Um, didn't give it back to Britt Baker DMD, which was a legitimate concern. For me, um, not that I have anything against Britt. I think she's great. I have nothing against dentists. They do great work. Great work. They do. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ryan, your best from the weekend. Um, I know we're all picking different matches. I do want to go on record by saying, um, absolutely, the Gunther Sheamus match was was the match of the weekend for me. I think that is on my list. For matches of the year it may not oh, make the top five but i thought it was a really I... solid fucking match you just made the list it was good, it was good. uh 
that that that, that one they were smacking each other around pretty damn good in that match that one got me going <laughs> big meaty uh, man slapping me so i'm gonna go with uh a totally different pay-per-view i'm gonna say uh braun breaker tyler Bate from worlds collide uh i thought that absolutely well, i don't want to say stole the show it was the main event so it should have stole the show um but i think those guys have terrific chemistry i actually watched nxt 2.0 on tv on tuesday where they were like in a tag match against Are Gallus. um they're, they're really good together they've got really really awesome chemistry so uh kind of turning the corner on braun breaker uh always been a big tyler Bate fan so that was my match of the week my best was the beginning of the end of aew no just kidding um <laughs> No, no you're uh, not. <laughs> okay, I'm not. I'm not totally lying about that. Um, Being lying. My uh, my best, really. I mean, it was it was what what Mark took away from me um, with uh, with the Gunther and Sheamus match. Um, but I will go with uh, Seth freaking Rollins actually getting a, a a win on a premium live event, something that has not been seen. Uh, via pinfall uh, in like two years, I think, something like that. It's been a long time. I know he had the DQ win against Roman at the Rumble, uh, but it's been a long time since uh, since Seth got a win. And man, that you and you can honestly like an honorable mention that UK crowd um, played along so well. Um, I, I, I think the the UK crowd, whether it's in Wales or Scotland or wherever the WWE lumps together into the UK um, sh should get a pay-per-view or excuse me, a premium live event um, every year, every other year, something like that, because uh, they showed up, they filled a huge stadium um, and, and they were great. And it, it made the event that much better. Uh, so that is our, uh, that is our best of the, and the worst from the weekend that was yes, Ryan. Uh, let's talk about the UK crowd real quick. Do you think they did enough to get a major, premium live event over there um i wouldn't say major but probably a returning type of event like they had right because because i think similar and I, to like a, a blood money one. yeah because i think triple h yes. even kind of alluded to it in in the the press conference after was that you know this is kind of step one of of what they're going to be doing globally that that there's places around the world um that they can look to do events in uh, the only reason I'll say that, it, that it's not going to get them a major show, and honestly, I'm thinking like Mania or like Summer Slam, is just because of the time difference, and like ultimately, it like shouldn't impact that because honestly, I didn't hate tuning in at at 1 p.m. Uh, could, you, could you do a a split Mania stateside Saturday night, Sunday afternoon, gets everybody back to bed before work on monday that's an interesting thought that's an interesting thought um uh, personally i don't i don't think it'll happen but but i do think oh. I, I do think that this will get more events um in the uk and and other places globally that the wwe wants to go um but i i do i have a hard time thinking that SummerSlam wrestlemania it's like survivor series isn't even really a, a, a major show anymore and i don't see them necessarily doing the rumble there um even though you probably could but like the the, the problem the, with the rumble i'd say the problem is 
you like to do surprises and I, I think it's going to be hard to do surprises when you're traveling internationally because everybody's going to be really keyed into to travel points over there. So, um, but yes, yeah, so certainly a, a, a fun event. And I mean, you're doing, you're doing big stadiums. So like doing them anywhere, I, I think if you're going to tell, I mean, obviously the Saudi crowd, that's kind of a whole different thing because I, I don't, I don't know how ticketing works with, 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 with Saudi Arabia, but you fill a, a giant stadium there. You fill the giant stadium in Wales. Anytime you're talking 40, 50, 60,000 people, that, that becomes a major event, I think. So Clash of the Castle, I, I think is a, is a major event. Um, yeah, let's, let's go, uh, to our last thing for the live show this week. And it is week 21. Since John Moxley, Cesaro, way before Gargano, there was Savage and Roddy and Saturdays on NBC. These five guys on Facebook are gonna take a hard look. Recount Thursday brings to you the wrestler, wrestler, wrestler on the week. All right, we are looking at week 21. And uh, let's start, uh, as we announced last week and, and on social media, because we had uh, a bunch of events this past weekend, we're actually doing a double uh, People's Champ. Uh, so for WWE Clash at the Castle uh, with our PW scorecards, uh, myself took the win um, for this week. Uh, and so for me, I took... Rig, Ryan, it's right there. It's right there on the on the thing, not rig. Um, but uh, for me, my people's champ for this week uh, is the returning the poker chip hemorrhoid donut briefcase champion of the world, Tim's favorite uh, MJF. He is he is back in AEW, uh, and the second for uh, this one coming from AEW All Out, Rodney, his people's champ this week. <laughs> Um, which I mean, honestly, you throw a chair at one of the young bucks, you, you probably deserve a wrestler, a wrestler of the week as it is. Um, but, uh, but a steel is Rodney's, uh, uh, people's champ, uh, for the week. Does anybody want to, uh, lead us off with their top five this week? To quote yeah. Booker T, who is a steel? It's <laughs> a good quote. I'd, I'd like Tim to, to go first since he never shares it in the group chat. I would love to go Look first. Look at Devin. Devin, you're just mad because I beat you, Devin. You're just mad because well, it wasn't SummerSlam Part 2 and you actually could get a win. Well, part of you the... You big dick part, freak! <laughs> part of the reason why I don't I, I don't share is because I, I partake in the entire week's festivities before I make my picks. Um, so I had to see everything that took place uh, from the week that was. Uh, at fifth, Braun Breaker unifying the NXT and NXT UK championships. Mandy Rose at fourth unifying the NXT and NXT UK women's titles. Uh, at third is Tony Storm becoming the interim AEW World Women's Champion. Number two, the head of the table, the Tribal Chief, Roman Reigns successfully retaining, uh, continuing that two-year streak uh, for the undisputed WWE uh, Universal Championship. And number one, a successful defense of the All-Atlantic Championship at All Out, piggybacked with the crowning of new trios champions i'm giving the edge to the bastard pack 
Uh, Mark, why don't you go next? There for a Roman Reigns retention. Maybe I'm. It's it's the historic it's the historic nature of the reign. Everything is being multiplied on top Ryan, of each do other. Do not disrespect your tribal chief. I'm not disrespecting that. I'm disrespecting Tim's pick Ooh. for a retention hmm. that high on his list. Well, that sounds like disrespecting your what tribal chief. But uh, okay, well, well, we'll talk about your picks when we get there. We'll get there. Oh, Intern Mark, why don't you go next? <laughs> Let's sit around and talk about it. <laughs> All right, so... Um, <laughs> he, had to, he had to study his work, huh? That's going to be a work. Why is that print so small every week? Because <laughs> you're operating off of an iPhone 4, Mark. Right, Mark, and we're all on computers. Had paper that you were cutting up. You could have written down your picks on one of those. <laughs> you could have. <laughs> I got them right hey, here. Hey, my picks are right here. It's number five. I had Gunther because he retained the uh, the Intercontinental title in that big match against Sheamus. And then number four, I've got the uh, the new NXT Tag Team Champions. They're they're fairly deadly. And then I got uh, Rick Steiner's bouncing baby boy in at number three because he has become. Not only the NXT champion, but the NXT UK champion. He's uniting. That's Braun Breaker. And then uh, you better stand back because there's a storm coming through. <laughs> storm. She was a uh, pleasant surprise when she took the AEW women's title. Interim. Her. her. I got a funny her story for you then. Oh, God. And, uh, and number number one, I put the CM Punk, but now I heard it was some kind of altercation, and they removed <laughs> the title from him, so I may have to reconsider this. Well, it's too and late. I was fine after the closing, uh, we closed on the uh, the results here. Uh, all um, right. Uh, Matt, why don't you go with yours? Sure. Um, so in fifth place, I had MJF. For winning the the poker chip, making the return, and cutting what I thought was a pretty good promo, much to Tim's chagrin and, and disappointment with it. Um, not his best one ever, but thought it was fine. Uh, in fourth place, I had the Elite um, for being the new AEW trios champs. For however mm -hmm. short that reign was, <laughs> uh, I still thought it was one of the best matches of the weekend. Um, and I did have Punk on mine too, Mark, until the suspension happened. Um, so I needed to leave You're one suspended fired. team on there. Uh, in third place, Mandy Rose for the unification of the NXT Women's Championships. Um, pretty deadly in second for the unification of the eight, or the NXT Tag Championships. And in first place, Tony Storm being named, rightfully so, the interim AEW Women's Champ. Uh, they made the right decision with that call. All right, there you go. Ryan, how about yours? Let's talk about it. Number five, I have Braun Breaker, who unified oh. the NXT and NXT UK championship. Uh, number four, I have Gunther, who participated in what I thought was the match of the week, um, hard-hitting match, and retaining his intercontinental championship. I like to take the whole week into consideration when I make my picks. So I put the OGK from last Thursday um, becoming the new 
Impact Wrestling Tag Team Champions defeating the Good Brothers. I have CM Punk number two. Um, and I was going to take him off and I was going to edit it, but I said, nope. That's the only thing people are talking about this week. He needs to stay on. And number one, Tony Storm, the interim women's ladies champion over in AEW, um, was the right choice for that. So right outcome, eh, decent little match, but um, the right outcome there. So Tony Storm, numero uno for a new championship. All right. And lastly, mine, I have the... Uh, the winner and unifier of the women's championships in NXT, Mandy Rose. Possibly, I think, maybe her best match to date. Uh, probably, period. Um, I, I, I think uh, she definitely brought her game along with the other women in that match. Uh, number four, Tony Storm, your new AEW interim women's world champion. Uh, I will go with the Elite um, as, as my number three. A uh, historic win, although overshadowed by... Uh, the mess afterwards, um, your first trios champion, and uh, kudos to Kenny Omega for fooling us all and thinking that he was out of shape and uh, not the Kenny Omega that we expected because he came out um, full full guns a-blazing, brother, uh, on on uh, on Sunday night. Uh, on uh, my number two, Roman Reigns, I agree with Tim, the, the uh, historic win adding to the long reign uh of the uh don't disrespect your tribal chief matt about right matt. cut it out <laughs> um and uh number one i thought it was the best match of the weekend and continuing uh the rebuild of the uh wwe intercontinental title as ugly as the belt itself may be uh gunther and and triple h in the booking of wwe uh certainly restoring what was once one of the most prominent belts uh, in All wrestling, right. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm just saying. All right, Dana doesn't listen to this show. You don't. Have I'm, to I'm go gonna play on. this. I'm gonna play this clip for him. Oh my gosh! Sorry, I was just listening back to the show for the week. And gosh, <laughs> <laughs> for the week that was at number five, uh, we have Mandy Rose and Pretty Deadly uh, in a tie for fifth. Because in third we have Gunther. And Roman Reigns tied for third. CM Punk, uh, despite being stripped of the title, he still comes in at number two for us this week. And the number one for week 21 uh, in our uh, wrestler of the week is Tony Storm, your interim AEW Women's World Champion. For the year, we have some changes uh, in the uh, top. Claudio still uh, or at number one with 30 points. Uh, CM Punk at two. Uh, but Gunther finds his way into the mix uh, at number four, along with FTR and John Moxley, and rounding out your top eight, even you know with the tie, uh, rounding out the top ten. Josh Alexander, Cody Rhodes, and Taya Valkyrie uh, are tied. You can see the full standings for Wrestler of the Week over at threecountthursday.com. Since John Moxley, Cesaro, way before Gargano, there was Savage and Roddy and Saturdays on it. All right, and that is going to bring us to a close. Mark, I believe you said you had a her story, as dangerous as this might be to ask. Well, her. So the uh, I went out to this uh, local her. her. 
this local brewery for uh, trivia last night. I thought I'd go try it out and see how it was. And uh, it was about movies from uh, the 2000s. And is there a movie, Her? Is there something like Her out at some point? Yeah. Okay. I didn't have the clue. But anyway, Stevie, the host there, said Her. And I said Her. And then somebody else went Her. And then all of a sudden, the whole party goes Her, Her. And I about died laughing. And then once she repeated it, it happened again. Her, Her. Oh, well, there was a lot of hers going on. Well, it was so good. Thank you, thank you for that, Mark. Uh, and you kept the story under two minutes. I'm, I'm impressed. Well, because we have time frames we got to hit here. Thank okay? you, Mark. You, you are right, Ryan. Do you have anything to add this week? Uh, no, nothing to add. Uh, my Twitter is getting just more and more political. So, if you're not following me now. Wait till after November. <laughs> R-Y-N-E-A-G-L-E. But uh, you may not like what you see. I don't give a shit. Um, Matt, how about you? <laughs> really stick it to the man there, Ryan. Um, follow the Three Count Thursday Instagram if you still have an Instagram account. I don't know why you do since it's a dying social media. But I am bringing back the Woman of the Week starting on Sunday. So um, make sure you're following along. Following all the women that we feature and having some fun with it before i give up instagram for good in 2023 all right um mark do you have anything well i just realized that uh coming up at the effort affair which has happened in a few weeks sneakers the clown is going to be there on uh, tuesday night sneakers the clown folks from five to seven and um at the tent that's Tuesday the 20th stop out and see Sneakers the Clown and then Thursday if you're not too busy with the podcast the uh, Jeff Crick Jr. the Elvis Tribute gentleman will be there alright he puts on a heck of a show thank you very much <laughs> thank, thank you Mark I think Tim thank you Sneakers uh, at not the tool man across all platforms for me it's uh, uh, to care uh, a couple podcasts final wrestling plays viewers choice uh, check those out at T and M shows on Twitter is where you can find that information as well um, I will not see you guys next week I'm going to be in Disney so later alright you can uh, you can follow me at Big Jim Sports thank you uh, for tuning in for interacting with us during this show we certainly do appreciate that each and every week uh if you enjoy the show share it with somebody share it with somebody that uh may have never heard us that may enjoy it uh and that'll help grow the show you can follow us three count thursday on facebook twitter and instagram get to the youtube channel as well go to three count thursday.com uh, merchandise over at tpublic.com and uh, we are on all podcast platforms including uh apple Podcasts, spotify amazon music and more until next week again tuesday we'll be talking we'll be talking all in uh we'll be talking about the legacy of cm punk um we'll be talking about uh some possible future wwe hall of fame inductions and intern marks bucket of topics oh dear god i don't even know what can be on those but until next time stay safe stay smart and go for the pins